Hi, this is Russ Dizdar. We're getting ready to start in uh, session number 15, Satanism 101. This is with ShatterTheDarkness.net, the Theology for the Third Millennium Course. And we are on session 15 titled Satanism and the Web, or Satanism and the World Wide Web. On your notes from the web page sent out to you, page 32. And we're going to deal with uh, just three points primarily on this one page about Satanism as being a tool of the World Wide Web. Now, I want to mention, first of all, that we use the web as a tool for evangelism, prayer, uh, research, many different things. Just on our side alone, uh, we have discipleship material. We have daily devotions called Seven Days Ablaze. We have tons of pages of information, hundreds now. And we have hundreds and hundreds of one-hour MP3s. Uh, the past and every week there's new ones. We have newsletters. So we're engaging on a monthly basis. Uh, we're seeing over 150, 160, 170,000 hits a month. And we're seeing probably 15,000 pages. That means individuals that come to the site begin to download and use the materials. And then they're downloading the hours and hours and hours, uh, thousands of hours of the uh, broadcast materials, and even the past uh, interview radio interviews. So even this last week, we had somebody accept Christ as Lord and Savior. We had somebody else renounce all demonic presence and wanted to be surrendered to Christ to be filled with the Holy Spirit and really serve the Lord. Every single week, I'm getting letters on the one hand for help, on the other hand, uh, thanksgiving and appreciation and all kinds of stuff from all over. And that then leads us to phone call conversations with uh, counseling and prayer all over the United States, including Canada, that has um, brought us to uh, major... I mean, a lot of individuals that we've engaged now are now on a daily and, and weekly prayer map, and we're praying for them, and we're finding them pray for us, and... Uh, they're becoming aware of things and people engaging and praying against the, the satanic stuff at Bohemian Grove and, well, others wanting to be soul winners. and So listen, and we're just one small site and small group uh, where we have found that this has become a tool and we'll use it as long as we can and make the most of every opportunity uh, as kind of a pulpit to the world. And we're really excited that uh, probably a couple million hits on, on the website and hundreds of thousands and thousands and thousands of individuals that will read the pages materials, listen to the one-hour-long MP3s, hundreds of those, and be ministered to. And that's a great thing, and that's what we're all about. Now, we're also about educating, and we have courses out there. We have people from uh, – we've had folks from uh, – uh, gosh, England and Australia, United States, you know, other places, Canada, where they've taken courses, and uh, you're in this course, and we um, we we're glad to to do something on the level. Like we teach these locally, we've taught taught these for years locally, and uh, now we're learning. Uh, we need to polish our sites. I I agree with that more and more, but we're learning to do them better and and do more and uh. Now, the whole reason I'm telling you that is this. Point number one on your page of notes for session 15, Satanism and the tool of the World Wide Web. There are literally now thousands of sites. Traditional Satanism, popular Satanism, theistic Satanism, independent Satanic groups, uh, every kind of thing. You can read pages on John Dee, the ancient occultist, Aleister Crowley, massive and there's, I mean, accurate stuff, a lot of great material in the sense of exposing. I mean, when I say material that we can read that is actually their stuff that uh, is in print that shows what they believe and what they hold to. So, and again, one of the reasons is that when I do engage a Satanist, um, truly, when I'm, they see what I know about their system and other areas of Satanism, uh, they're interested in talking. It kind of opens the door for evangelism. But nevertheless, Satanists all over the globe are building very sophisticated websites and engaging literally millions upon millions 
upon millions of individuals. So I want you to understand in this session the enormous impact of Satanism through the World Wide Web. Uh, the vast, vast uh, influence that is occurring. And that includes um, information that they have, telling who they are, what kind of rituals. I mean, they've got rituals. Uh, you know, you can go to all kinds of sites now and find destru destruction rituals. You can find sex rituals. You can find um, all the kinds of rituals that people can download and practice at home. Uh, they got rituals on the web that I have found. And, I, and, I'm, and I'm really not going to give out those places as far as direct uh, information. But anybody going to this uh, website, the Order of the Nine Angels or the Joy of Satan, uh, you're going to find, or Satanism 101, if you Google that, not our site is kind of, well, I'm glad our site's, our course is titled Satanism 101. For us, it's a basic overview of a lot of the subjects within Satanism the Dark Side, whereas there's an actual, gosh, web ring connected to uh, their side called Satanism 101 too, which where they're trying to you know, educate people. Now, here's an important issue. If you're going to do even more research than what we're putting on, like, for example, the web page connected with page uh, session 15, you'll have three YouTube videos that I think are very, very good done by an apologetic Christian group, uh, you know, using apologetics and sharing and showing. So you have a visual teaching that basically is backing up everything that we're saying. And, of course, we've listed books and materials and so forth. And everything that we have listed in all the videos and all the materials, wow, it's just simply an overview. You can spend hours studying the Church of Satan itself. You can spend hours studying traditional Satanism. Even you know, listen, even I get tired. Even I don't I just I don't. I don't I don't have to know every intricate intricate detail and I'm detail and I don't have to go to ten thousand satanic sites uh to know everything I need to know. Um, I just continue to get, take pieces here and there, and uh, especially the stuff that alarms me. And what alarms me now is that what we see on the web now, including like the black mass and even, even blood ritual information and how to do things uh, on a black paganism site the other day that I was studying and researching, um, it's amazing that this material is out there compared to, you know, 15 years ago. This also means that young people will get a hold of it and others will get a hold of it and maybe unstable individuals will get a hold of it and people who are not spiritually protected, they're not saved, they don't know the Lord, and they may begin to try to practice some of these rituals, uh, these making a pact with the devil, a blood pact. They're all out there. And the danger is that they would get demonized. If they call on the demons, if they do the renunciation of Christ, and if they do all these, you know, if they really follow those kind of rituals, you know, spiritual things, dark things will happen to them. And uh, clearly they can uh, really, really bring harm and, and actual possession to themselves. No question about that. Um, even Satanists know to warn people doing rituals not to do it in a wrong way, thus bringing harm on themselves. Uh, very clear. Uh, it's a little bit different for us when we're praying, you know, as a Christian, we're not worried that if we don't pray, you know, just right, you know, everything's going to turn around and fall back on our heads or, you know, that we're going to be stomped on. Uh, in Satanism, there is that concern that if you don't do things correct, the demons can turn on you, uh, things can fall back on you, curses, the negative energy, whatever they want to call it, can, can bring harm. So when you're doing any other research outside of what we're doing, materials we're giving you as an overview, uh, please understand you need to be alert. Now, the Word of God says this in 1 Peter chapter 5, that we're to be self-controlled and alert, you know, recognizing that our enemy, the devil, is prowling around uh, looking for someone to devour. We're supposed to stand firm and resist him and so forth. Now, the issue this here is that you're studying into this field for the sake of... Uh, you know, protecting others, exposing the dark, you know, uh, evil deeds of darkness, um, you know, being able to to uh, to communicate to real Satanist groups and peoples and so forth for the sake of witness, 
for the sake of evangelism. That's what it's all about. And I want you to be alert because in a lot of the sites, uh, again, it's like to me going to a ritual site or to a house where rituals have been done. There may be satanic presence. There are websites that I've gone to that I have felt that there may be a presence associated. There are books that I won't let other people borrow that I have from the underground stuff that I believe uh, could have, uh, you know, uh, well, doctrines of demons could have the demonic presence there uh, present to uh, draw people in. I believe Alice Bailey's material and uh, Helena Blavatsky and even Aleister Crowley, who believed that a lot of his stuff was dictated to him from the demons, uh, that the demonic side is their, it's their material. And so they want to be there to influence and to, and to engage individuals that are opening those books and materials. So be alert. Be alert that there's images and pictures that are, that are not, uh, you know, that will be R-rated, that uh, would not be something you'd want in your home. Uh, I do have, and believe it or not, I've prayed over my computers and, you know, and sometimes after research, I just simply, you know, just renounce or just say, Lord, kind of like a, I just say, Lord, I just rebuke any spirits and any presence of the enemy. And especially if you feel that stuff, if you feel if there's something uh, and you feel a little bit of warfare, because again, I'll tell you that I've taught courses over the last 20 years or more and we might start with, uh, in a local area, we started one place with 34 students in one uh, one course called Confronting the Powers. And I think by the time we were done, we had 25. Because I think that as they're engaging and learning and praying and beginning to do stuff, that, uh, again, Satan does like to keep us from knowing. And so he liked, like it says in the book of Thessalonians with the Apostle Paul, Paul says, you know, that he wanted to come a certain place, but Satan stopped us. And... Um, so there's that going on. The other side of the fence is, again, Romans 8, if God be for us, who can be against us? And that Paul's very convinced that uh, that uh, who can separate us from the love of God in Christ? Uh, not angels, not demons, nothing in all creation can separate us. So again, being very confident also, bold also. Uh, biblical boldness does not negate... Um, spiritual alertness. As a matter of fact, I think if you're biblically bold, spiritually, Holy Spirit, boldness includes uh, discerning alertness also. So you're going to see this on some of the websites you go to, and you might even feel something time to time. And you just need to be prayed up and uh, realize that Jesus gave you authority to trample, to crush the dark side, to overcome all the power of the enemy, and nothing will harm you. And uh, obviously, uh, we live in faith and not in fear, and and we know better uh, in that area, too. A lot of the websites and World Wide Web on Satanism involves recruiting, where you can actually fill out an application, send in money. In some places, you may be required to go desecrate a church, break the Ten Commandments, or do certain things before you can join their group, too. We've got literature on that. So please understand that the satanic side is using the web uh, to proselytize, to reach out, to educate. Some of the individuals just want to state their case, what they believe. Some are out there on a personal level to recruit and to gain members. And uh, obviously that also is going to mean money and so forth too. But there's others that are recruiting under the one. If you want to do research, uh, Google uh, uh, the joy of Satan. Uh, which is kind of, um, well, crazy, but it it will even have in their sites, as I went through their sites, uh, all copyrighted, by the way, um, segments on how to train Satanists for spiritual warfare. And they'll even have on there, I was reading today, even how they will, and I've read this in the past, looking over it again today, where they train uh, acknowledging that Christians are learning spiritual warfare, that Christians are binding the devil and rebuking the devil, and, and that that trying, you know, and they feel that zapping their energies and so forth. So they're really ramping up their personal training of spiritual warfare, 
and how they could you know need to stand against Christians and stand uh, and, uh, and and become more powerful Satanists. So you're going to find the literature. You're going to find some uh, some ugliness with the literature. Uh, you're going to find some offensive things to you as a Christian with the literature. Uh, you will have a kind of a heads up and alert uh, about a number of uh, you know things. But there, if you have children, if you're teaching high school, if you're a teacher in school somewhere, if you're a librarian, you've got to realize that individuals will use the web, the web to, to, and again, a lot of teenagers. That's why back in the 90s, Jerry Johnson in his book, um, I believe it's called The Edge of Evil, uh, referring to the rise of Satanism in North America, he wrote in there that the fastest growing subgroup among white middle class kids would be Satanism. In a book on criminology called Crime Warps, there's uh, material in there that'll tell you that uh, one of the fast growing crimes of the 90s, crime waves, is satanic crime. And that goes on to this day. And um, well, well, we'll talk on some law enforcement issues when we deal with the satanic crime here a little bit. But uh, you, you and I just need to realize that um, Satanists aren't really going door to door to recruit, but they are in rave underground clubs and clubs and places. And, you know, in high school, the kids will recruit other kids to meetings and adults can be recruited and so forth. And all this recruiting is definitely going on. Uh, but the World Wide Web has now become, listen, uh, the number one probably arm of recruiting. If millions and millions and millions of people, Europe, UK, all over, the United States, Canada, Australia, uh, even Russia, other parts, Satanism is growing deep in Russia. you got to understand, it's really growing deep there too. Where there are completely lost individuals who do not have the Spirit of God, who are spiritually vulnerable and are in a, a hurting, violent, fallen world, uh, let alone the offers, like in local recruiting here, the offers to some young people was free sex, uh, hardcore black metal music, and alcohol and drugs. And there are a lot of uh, young people that are um, unprotected spiritually uh, that get drawn in. And then they can get drawn into rituals and so forth. And that's true of the World Wide Web stuff. Um, I've engaged individuals in the Yahoo groups on Satanism, Crowleyism, uh, and, you know, you can get invitations to meet up in Pittsburgh or to meet up in Cleveland or to meet up in Tucson and wherever else with the Satanic group that's meeting in those areas. Now, there's light-level recruiting, then there's real dark-level uh, sinister recruiting, and then there's beyond that in the secret societies and Masons and Luciferians, there may be the kind of selective. You don't go find them. They come and find you. And um, they look, they already, if you're being recruited by a real, sophisticated, dark, secret society, that means they've already done research on you and they know enough to know they, they can begin to recruit you. And so you probably have never been invited, and I have never been invited in that sense. I've only been invited to come where I I figured I'd end up being, you know, in a boiling pot being cooked while they sing chants over me uh, and cook, cook me. <laughs> um, that's what I think. That's the only kind of things I've been invited to come to primarily. Other than when we did some infiltration of the Black Sun camp of the OTO and... Uh, we couldn't go further because it would involve violation spiritually, morally, and everything else. And uh, But that's how they work in some of those kind of groups. You've got to be uh, willing to uh, break um, all kinds of moral code and uh, spiritual code in order to get in deep and to see some stuff. It's hard to infiltrate some of the real groups. And like I said, the most serious of groups, real transgenerational bloodline-oriented uh, groups you don't really infiltrate at all uh, and get invited to either. They are part of the a, a long history of family bloodline, and uh, things are done from childhood up, and uh, 
any kind of recruiting uh, adds on to their tree, per se. Uh, but um, it's just not um, the same as going to the website and filling out an application to join the Church of Satan, Anton LaVey's Church of Satan. Uh, you don't have the same thing. And by the way, we'll do a little bit more later on, too, on Satanism and rock and roll, which yeah, there's a connection with WebWise, too, because uh, the web will have many different YouTube YouTube videos of satanic groups that literally sing satanic rituals, by the way, and invocations and so forth again, can leading leading people. You think just the possibilities of demonization could occur from delving into the Ouija board and using it in the wrong you know, going and using it and opening that door, it can bring the presence of you know of demons to begin to influence. And that's uh, very clear and very true of really satanically oriented rock groups um, and or websites on the web and or the videos that are out there that can uh, bring influence. Uh, no differently in, in, this, in, this, in the sense that the powers, the dark powers behind their side work. Uh, on my, our side of the fence, when I'm preaching the gospel or I use a Christian video that I think is very good. I've done this lately with uh, some materials that I've added with one of the messages I preached. I believe have a, has a spiritual impact and uh, can be used in uh, helping to evangelize and also to promote revival among Christians and, and uh, Christians surrendering the power and might of the Spirit of God in their lives. So obviously we're using it in one way and God is using it and so forth. It's the idea that... Uh, you can build a pulpit, and I can stand behind it, and I've stood behind numerous ones over the years and preached. People have gotten saved and so forth. Um, but you can also have a pulpit out at Bohemian Grove on the lakeside, right by the Moloch statue of the owl, where they do the uh, human sacrifice, or they call it a mock human sacrifice. And that same kind of wooden pulpit could be used to promote you know, the New World Order, Luciferianism, and so forth. So again, we're talking about a tool, and um, as we're using it for good purposes, many people use it just to mail people, and they like it because they keep in contact, and they have a lot of, uh, again, uh, visual and communication tools, let alone research. Yet, um, a lot of uh, evil also lurks on the web. And the satanic powers, um, they do, and I've discussed this with Satanists, they do pray over the, some of them, not all of them, pray over their sites, pray on their sites, literally believing they're, you know, they're, they're wanting to put demons on their sites and so forth and uh, to be powered up, protected, those kind of things. Um, so be alert uh, for the images, be alert for the recruiting. And if you engage some of them, if I, as I have, I've engaged a number, written a number of people, and of course they know who I am straight up. And from the materials and the email that I have and websites that are connected to my emails, and uh, they may send something back to attack and say something mean and say something nasty, and that has happened. And so, or you know, and the very possibility is they might want to do a ritual, whatever. Uh, but then again, they take offense because if you pray for them, truly they understand that's going to bring effect. They believe that when Christians pray, I had one major high priest guy when I engaged him on the streets years ago. And I said, well, I'm going to begin to pray for you. And he turned around angrily at me and told me, no, he doesn't need any of my prayers. Another young Satanist girl that was via, you know, was infiltrating a local church and in her book of shadows, she had written how she wanted to uh, kill the pastor and his wife. And she wanted to seduce young people out of the youth group and take them out and recruit them and get literally get points and be taken up the um, up the uh, stairs of the satanic group. And when I first engaged her and talked to her, and I said, well, let me just have a little prayer for you. She literally jolted back, looked at me, cussed me out, ran up the stairs of her apartment, because we were outside, and ran into her apartment, opened the door again, yelled and screamed and cussed at me, and shut the door. You know, I kind of smiled because I thought, she doesn't realize she doesn't have to be right here in front of me for the prayers to have powerful effect. A doorway doesn't stop the hand of God. It's true on their side as far as demons, but 
Again, we're talking about the power of God, the infinite power of God. Greater is the one who is in you than the one who's in the world. And uh, the simple thing is this. Whenever we engage, whenever we, when we ever, we, you know, we unleash the prayers and unleash what we need to do on our side, then there's going to be great, powerful things that will occur. When power encounters occur in the right way, look at the book of Acts. Like with Bar-Jesus, the sorcerer, and a mist came over him, and God, the hand of God literally came and blinded him in front of everybody as Paul was trying to preach the gospel, and he was trying to you know, stop that. Well, God demonstrated something in front of everybody to show the superiority of the power of God. And if we're, if we're out there in faith, God will do that again and again. If we do nothing, then I think all we do is, uh, you know, we give room. And whether it's in your local township, in your city, uh, school, in neighborhood, if you begin to see the dabblers' signs and symbols and writings, if you begin to hear about satanic crime in your neighborhood, and that's why we've said in other courses too, begin to pray for your neighborhood and your church. Just ask, Lord God, expose anything that Satan is doing in a secretive way, any groups, any individuals, and, and pray that way faithfully and boldly and strongly within your church, especially if you have a, if you have a large church. Uh, your neighborhood, your city, and uh, ask the Lord to make you aware. And just watch how providentially God may bring things about for you to hear about something, see about something. Because as they operate in secrecy, secret power of lawlessness, 2 Thessalonians 2, and nobody engages them and nobody knows, they basically go free. That's part of the reason for the secrecy. But when we know, and one of the ways of finding out is praying, Lord God, we're asking you in this area, uh, our school, our neighborhood, our city, parts of the city, you know, to expose. And Lord, lead us to individuals that might be victims of satanic you know, stuff and uh, help us to reach people. And guess what's going to happen? Our experience is on a weekly basis, <laughs> new uh, encounters evangelistically, deliverance-wise, and so forth can occur. People can come to see you because you're open and ready to pray and work, and and you're really you're a tool in God's hand. Now, I'm going to continue to use the web, especially the broadcast level of it, and and hopefully move to five days a week of live radio uh, for the sake of evangelism. We have just a two-hour small listenership which then during the week, on that show alone, we can have 1,000, 1,200, 1,300 people then download that show afterwards. Now, it is, it's purposely put out there to where it's a lot of New Agers and uh, even Satanists, they're on our board of that radio, free radio time, Sunday nights, listed as uh, they, you know, they, they put their, thing in, their name in as a friend, um, and so they're there constantly listening. They're listening to the subjects that I deal with, the materials I deal with, and uh, truly that's my evangelistic target. And so that they're hearing the gospel in a way I think that's unique to where they can you know sit and listen. And they're hearing the gospel, the word of God, the prayers that are backing it all. Well, it's definitely uh, brought some people to salvation, others to need of help, others thinking uh, the Lord for getting them out of uh, New Age uh, counterfeit stuff, and on and on. Well, point two on your page 32 of notes for this course, uh, Satanism on the Web, session 15, is this. Satanism on the Web, um, I say it this way, reads angry. One main thing in common, whether you go to the Crowley sites, the Michael Aquino sites, the Anton LaVey sites, traditional Satanism. So many of their sites, I find deep-seated. I mean, you can tell. They're angry. Um, a lot of mockery and anger towards the church. And even at some times, you'll read about violence. You'll find uh, rituals that can be used against the church. Uh, their hatred of God. 
Uh, when I read here today, another site had up the what's called the invocation of Lucifer, to which they're supposed to repeat the invocation. If you find it, you know you can read it on your own. I really don't want to read it out loud, but it's an invocation to where they're praising Satan as God with a capital G, and making the living, real God with a small G, and and literally just again, it's upside down, and. Uh, you're going to find in even among Anton LaVey's group that there's a lot of, you know, hating of the body of Christ. body of Christ is looked at as the, quote, uh, rotting corpse of Christendom. And there's songs that are developed and made for the worship services, rituals and so forth, against the church. And as I've already done, and you can go to the Shadow of the Darkness site or the Preemption Broadcast Potomatic site and find the infiltration. I've got eight more of those to do later on. We're just packed with what we're doing right now. Uh, but we have the, you know, again, the satanic side of infiltration. And I believe the web is used for that too. Matter of fact, we know a lot of the real hardcore, whether we call cho- chosen ones from the, from, from the real brotherhood underground, they are on the web doing reconnaissance. They're looking at Shadow the Darkness sites and things like that to see, hey, what are these guys? What do they know? What are they telling? What are they exposing? And, you know, then we get on a list. And that's okay. God knows. Don't forget Hebrews where it tells us, the book of Hebrews chapter 4, that uh, nothing in all creation is hidden from God's sight. Everything is uncovered and laid bare before the eyes of him to whom we must give account. So I don't care if it's secrecy to us, it's not to God. When Jesus had the disciples in that last supper, they're all fellowshipping and eating and having a great time. They didn't realize Satan entered the room. And Jesus looked at everybody and said, Hey, Simon, Simon, Satan has asked to sift, plural, all you guys, is wheat. Well, the good news is being alert means that you're going to be listening to the Lord you're going to be alert for the satanic times of oppression, attack, or even occult-oriented warfare where they target you. Uh, we are just going through a time where we have recognized, my wife has, uh, a specific ritual, destruction ritual has been done. Uh, and I think over a period of time, we're now trying to find out which group has done it, but has done this. And, uh, and uh, yeah, there could be some effects you know, when we find that there's, you know, bizarre and uncanny events and things and problems and things coming up, uh, when it's in that bizarre, satanic, like when Job went through things, uh, then we begin to say, Lord, where's it coming from? And uh, so we have discerned and prayed that, and we believe uh, due to the radio uh, materials and the stuff that we're putting on the web, that there are individuals out there that have gotten a hold of it and see what we're doing. It could even be folks from the Bohemian Grove. I don't know yet. That's why we're just praying to find out. We're saying, Lord, we know what has been sent. We're praying to counter that and asking the Lord to deal with that uh, and deliver us. But we're also uh, saying, Lord, we want to know where. I mean, the Holy Spirit can say, you know, he, he can really make it known who's doing what. We're talking about the infinite Spirit of God. He knows exactly. So Jesus knows. He knew it. In the seven churches, what was going on in the book of Revelation, he knew it with, you know, there's nothing that Satan and demons and underground groups and secrecy groups can do that God doesn't know. And you know what? He's the same God like in the days of Daniel when that king took the articles of the temple of God and in a mocking, uh, disgraceful, and uh, uh, very, you know, um, way, took the materials and was using them in a decadent, satanically oriented, you know, uh, hedonistic, uh, you know, revelry where they're just simply, uh, you know, basically living as if they have uh, uh, defeated Yahweh. And uh, that's part of what they do is in the Old Testament days when they would take the materials of Israel, articles from the temple, and bring it to the temples of their gods and goddesses, it was a sign of uh, their god and goddesses, uh, you know, victory over. And uh, and uh, what it, what occurred here was what happened to that king? A hand, a hand appeared right in the room 
and wrote on the wall in the book of Daniel. I mean, can you imagine a hand appearing right on the wall and writing on the wall and giving a communication, basically saying, hey, your time's up, your kingdom's, you know, you've been weighed in the balance, buddy, and you're in trouble now. So that's the other side of the fence when we believe that God can do things. It's like a Bohemian Grove and all those guys that go there over the years. God knows where they're all at, where all the networks are. And if we will take the time to pray over those and exposure for God, the hand of God to go and visit those individuals, maybe like Saul of Tarshish, some of them will be basically knocked to the ground and powerfully saved. In some cases, when they begin to be even you know, more evil and step out to bring greater harm like Pharaoh did, I believe there's times when God can bring them down. But know this one thing for sure, no matter you know, what you see on the web, whatever else, God knows what's going on and uh, could give us a heads up in the midst. And even though there seems to be a lot of anger, and you can read, if you're going to do research, or read, you know, as, even as you look at some of the uh, YouTube videos we put out, uh, we, we have a number of videos, DVDs, that we use locally here, that we've used for years, from Jeremiah Films and so forth. But there's enough stuff there to get, again, a very, very good understanding. And to use that as a tool to educate other Christians, a heads up. Again, you cannot expose uh, what you don't know. So when the Word of God tells us in Ephesians you know, 5 to expose the evil deeds of darkness, there's an assumption that some of us may know about some of those things and to give a heads up for everybody else. So we're supposed to be doing that. And uh, with the literature you're looking into and researching, uh, again, you'll be able to use it in a protective way for you and your family, your church. Uh, you'll be able to do things to give a heads up to others of what's really going on, get our heads out of the sand. And you'll be able to say, look at the incredible growth. Uh, when you're talking now hundreds of thousands of sites, who op- it's like my Shadow the Darkness site, you know, there's one individual behind putting that all together. And I wasn't educated in the slightest, obviously, um, in putting this together. But it's been put together okay enough to reach out, uh, well, in this year, probably a couple million people. Their sites are going to be reaching hundreds of millions. I mean, we talk about all of them. Uh, of course, if you add up all the Christian sites, thousands and thousands of those, yeah, millions are going to be affected, and that's a good thing. So again whether it's the radio, back when the radio preachers got on, or TV preachers and that kind of stuff. Anybody can get on that has some money, has the ability. That's true, too. But um, each is accountable to God, too. And there is a judgment seat of Christ. And I'm aware of that for what we do. And the call of God that God has given to me and to volunteers here and to workers that we've had over the years. So please realize that if you do the web, worldwide web, you know, kind of research and study, to take a look at some of these groups. And if you say, hey, I want to begin to engage them, and you begin to email them and write them and so forth, um, you know, you can expect some pretty, you know, hardcore responses, uh, if not even some spiritual warfare that may go on. Because one common thread with many of the groups is they're going to be, you know, angry with God. But this reveals what they feel about God, Christ, and the church. You're finding angry people. And, uh, uh, I mean, and, and you know, blaming a lot on God. So it's important that we have a heads up about that and uh, to keep, you know, individuals in prayer and to be able to show them something else. Uh, all the Satanists that have got out of Satanism, some of them got out because they couldn't stand that there was really no joy and uh, life and it was, a, you know, a world where there was hatred. Okay, let's go to the last part here of this uh, session on page 32 is point number three. And uh, we want to deal with Satanism on the, on the web fueling the tares. The parable of the tares or the weeds. When we read in uh, Matthew, and I put the link on your website too, but as you read in Matthew concerning, or in Mark too, concerning uh, the... Uh, the the parable that Jesus taught that uh, that it 
Well, literally, Jesus talks about during the nighttime, this, the whole picture of this parable during you know, the next day or you know, at some point, all of a sudden with all the great, wonderful wheat that's growing, uh, the people are saying, hey, weeds are growing. And the explanation was, you know, someone evil has done this. An evil one has done this. An evil presence. So when you look at the panoramic view, or if you read just even one book like, uh, like Dr. Rashke's book, Painted Black, or Tom Wedge's book, The Satan Hunter. And what an eye-opener. Again, as a pastor for many years, knowing thousands of individuals, most overwhelmingly most Christians have never read, read either one of those books. And most Christians have not read major materials on the other side, on, on, you know, exposing Satanism and this stuff, and let alone anything on spiritual warfare. That's why, again, we're not prepared the way we should, and we're not engaging the right way either. We're not engaging. Um, do you absolutely have to know it to evangelize well? No. Again, uh, you, you, know, you already have the most powerful message in all the world, the gospel, and don't be, ever be ashamed of it in sight of any Satanist or Luciferian, uh, again, whether they're showing arrogance and mocking you, it doesn't make any difference. It is the power of God unto salvation for everyone that believes. And as you're going to see here in a moment, the reason even Satanists will go to hell, not because God didn't want them, but because they refuse to love the truth and so be saved. Well, the parable of the tares deals with the fact that uh, even from Jesus' day on, he taught this principle how the evil will come at night and just, listen, every single day he's operating to recruit uh, new uh, individuals and to create more tares. Uh, that would include, again, the whole world of different branches of Satanism and so forth. And my concern is that, that, that they're all being prepared for the mark. That a lot of the cultists and Satanists and light-level Satanists and deep Satanists and New Agers and so forth, they're all being... Um, prepped for the apocalypse of the Antichrist, which will unleash the darkest presence uh, and, and numbers of demonic presence uh, into our society as never before in history. And the um, if there's every anybody ever on earth that will be able to promote deceit and seduction and lies and promote the craft that combines lies with satanic ritual and power, the Antichrist will. So when we're talking about all these fights and so forth, you've got to remember that we're talking about hundreds of millions of, of lives. Jesus died for them. And, uh, and we're commanded to go to every creature and preach the good news. So I don't have to know every single bit of every, you know, and I don't, even as much as I've studied, Truthfully, uh, I, there's so much of it I don't even want to bother you know, delving into. I don't need to know every intricate detail. I know enough. Way, you know, I know plenty. And, um, and yes, I will continue to study only to, be, you know, to have the current information and to have a heads up on a lot of things. Uh, for what? To expose evil deeds of darkness. To give a heads up to the church. To realize the kind of ramping up that's going on the other side. To realize, listen, we need to fuel us, you know, to really ramp up our evangelism and target evangelize. Uh, that's how Shadow of the Darkness got started in the nineteen in the nineteen eighties. Was that we began in the ministry of Youth for Christ? I began uh, to target, and I formed a few of our young our volunteers, young volunteers, to target kids that were dabbling into Satanism. And so, from like nineteen eighty three to this date, because of knowing some stuff, ultimately because of the heart of God in reaching people, um, and realizing that from that day to this, uh, it has grown in such horrific ways. But then on the other side, thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands have been ministered to. And there's a lot of materials now on the web for even Satanists to get a hold of and hear the gospel in a way um, that I think would uh, uh, be interesting. They, you know, there's there's things that we put out there purposely that they might be interested. I mean, even when we've done what is called 
rant to the Luciferians. That's just simply kind of a sermon rant, uh, speaking directly to hardcore perpetrators, to other satanic leaders. And I'm trusting by the providence of God, it's obviously that thousands of those are being downloaded. And so again, a good use of the web, no doubt. On the other side of the fence, they have live uh, Satanism radio. Uh, they have the, the what's called, I think, the Joy of Satanism radio out there. They have uh, satanic groups that are doing live radio, uh, satanic individuals that are doing uh, podcasts, satanic, satanist podcasts. And you might at one time want to prayerfully listen to a couple of their stuff to see what they're saying, to get a little understanding. When Paul says in 1 Corinthians chapter 9, I become all things to all men that I might win the most, it does not in any way mean that he partook uh, into what they were doing, corrupted himself, whatever. But there is this sense of a missionary. When you, missionaries go to the field, you, you get to learn their customs and culture and learn how it is you're going to approach them with the gospel. And that's what we're doing here. Just like people in the 50s learned how to, you know, maybe witness to atheists and agnostics and hedonists, which... Uh, um, there's far, far, far more in the in the multiple millions of uh, New Agers and Satanists and so forth, uh, and that's the the bigger focus today. How do we how do we reach them for Christ? Well, we want to also mention that, uh, and this is important, and I've told Satanists this before too. They are aiding and abetting the damnation of souls. Their websites are promoting. Uh, the 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 power of Satan to blind minds, the power of Satan to uh, bind individuals. When you're reading about rituals right there on the web, where a college student can download and do make a blood pact with Satan to do an invocation to Satan to literally learn how to you know renounce Christianity you know renounce Christianity and give their hearts to Satan and go in that direction and receive demonic presence into their life. You know, we have messages out there how to, you know, surrender your life to Jesus Christ, accept Him by faith, and let the power of God come into their lives. Well, you got to realize something. On the other side, they're doing this, and uh, they're going to, they're, they're, they really are. And so I've warned some of them, told them, that what you do, uh, and some of them don't care. They're, they don't care at all. you got to realize some of them, some of them, uh, uh, just literally are love doing what they do. And they do aid and abet the damnation of souls. And, um, well, especially when they're doing it to young people and even children. Jesus said it'd be better that a millstone be tied around their neck and then be thrown into the deepest sea than to be facing him at the judgment. So there's severity there, especially when we're dealing with the hardcore groups to deal with the harm of animals is one thing, but human lives. The physical side is one thing also. We're talking about the eternal, eternal life. Uh, God has told, the Lord Jesus told us in the Scripture not to fear Him who can, can kill the body, but to fear Him who can kill the body and also the soul and throw it into hell, basically. So there needs to be a clear warning to Satanists, and uh, we're doing that from some of the rants to the Luciferians and targeting getting it out and uh, preaching the gospel. There may be some, even old occultists in their 80s and 70s and so forth, that may get a hold of it. Uh, look at Saul of Tarshish. Who would have thought that he would have gotten saved so powerfully, so filled with the Spirit, and become such a powerful missionary you know, for Jesus? Well, they're, they're blinding people through their work, and they're, and they're causing a binding spiritually. And we mentioned this you know, just a moment ago, but um, 2 Corinthians 4.4 4 uh, deals with how the God of this age, Satan, blinds the minds of unbelievers so they can't see. And obviously we'd say a Satanist, which is not only an unbeliever, but I mean violently opposed to believing in Jesus. I mean, they're, they're, their hearts just, you know, they have done even verbal... Packs with Satan, you know, and 
renunciation ritual stuff ceremonies where they renounced Jesus and uh, and 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 like again a hatred. And with that comes such a blinding they cannot see who Jesus really is. And I do believe we can see the grace and power and mercy of God break through. Remember again James chapter 5 that mercy triumphs over judgment. That God is not willing that any perish, but that all would come to repentance. Saul of Tarsus was not a direct, popular, traditional, elitist Satanist. He definitely believed in a cult-oriented or uh, uh, self-oriented religion of the Pharisees. It wasn't of God at all. Matter of fact, Romans uh, 11 was very clear about how they exchanged the righteousness of God and, and and exchange it for their own. They had their. They they really did have a, had an uh, an occult oriented, occult oriented religious group, and behind that was a religious fury, uh, fury to go after the church. So not only was Stephen killed, but um, he was out getting legal paperwork and hunting down Christians, and he was threatening the church, and great persecution broke out. So he was doing big harm. I mean, he was like literally coming after the Christians physically. And uh, yet, I believe with the prayers that were going on, the Lord Jesus, an intervention. And I believe that kind of intervention can occur today. That uh, we can pray our hearts out and pray for the Lord to just visit. Look at the Cornelius issue and how, you know, they eventually, that household got saved. That's why I'm saying read the book of Acts again and again as you go through this. Look at the Philip factor. He went into the town of Samaria that was completely gripped, where there was a literally a, a, a satanic-oriented or dark-side-oriented priest, a sorcerer, that was you know literally captivating the high and the low people, the whole, the whole city. And after Philip comes in and preaches and all that was going on, Notice how a lot of demons had to come out of people. How did they get demonized? How did they get demonized? They got demonized by opening their hearts and lives to the message of Simon the Sorcerer and whatever practices and rituals and so forth that were being done. So when you think of the World Wide Web and thousands upon thousands and thousands of sites and recruiting and rituals... And uh, and their goal to uh, uh, you know proselytize and to, and to bring people into their groups, well then you got to realize something: that demonization will go along with that, and that uh, again they are they are simply aiding and abetting the damnation of lives, and uh, we can do something about that. And we need to ramp up our prayers, our warfare, to pray against all demonic powers. And we need to be strong consistently about that. And as we evangelize, we need to be you know, strong and clear and, and to reach them. And the good news is that young dabbler Satanists, uh, committed Satanists, uh, others have definitely gotten saved, uh, richly abused, uh, those who have been brought up in the really dark uh, brotherhood Satanism with uh, all the other multiplicity that goes with that. Uh, have been saved, healed, delivered. We got case after case coming in here to deal with that, even this week. And, um, well, bottom line for all of it, though, they perish not because God doesn't love them, not because God doesn't want them. They perish because they refuse to love the truth and so be saved. And ultimately, many of those that will go to hell and lose their souls it comes down to, you know, the revelation of Scripture is clear. And I've seen them, you know, a number of them do this. They utterly do uh, reject Christ and do want to cling to their dark powers and cling to the satanic agenda. And that's why there will be a satanic agenda. You could not have a satanic agenda if there wasn't people that did believe it and did want to follow it and did want to, do, you know, do want to, you know, do, do. And so, all you know, if you even find on the Joy of Satan website uh, the invocation to Lucifer, 
and how it talks about all hell, you know, all hell, loose, you know, Satan, Lucifer is God. They capitalize the G there. And to see the kind of commitment. See, you can't be a part of one of their local grottos. You can't get into real Satanism without serious commitment. Now, look, look how you can go to a church as a visitor and just sit in a pew and not do anything. You can sit there and not sing and not pray, not have a Bible, uh, nothing, and go there every week. But if you go to a satanic meeting to where you, you know, you're going to be involved in a ritual, every person does a part of something. You're there, buddy. You're either going to you know, give some blood or be a part of the stuff or, or be engaged in everything. And, uh, you know, as many of them told me, you know, their people are, are you know, a, a coven group of 13 or whatever, are, you know, they're all absolutely die in the world committed. Not to say there ain't great committed believers in Christ. There are. But there's a big difference between their little pack of, you know, you know, well, again, coven as compared to a, a local church because churches are what? They're open to everybody coming. There's strong people there. There's weak people there. There's uh, unsaved people there and there's saved people there. I pastored four churches over 30 years and all of them, whether they're very, very large ones or small ones, uh, you, you know, the doors are open. You want people to come to hear the gospel, to be a part, you know, to feel the presence of God in the midst of the singing and everything else. And guess what? Uh, great ministries occurred that way. But that doesn't mean the same thing as uh, maybe like my Friday night group with Shatter, where four or five guys will get in the car and uh, we'll have a location we're going to go to. Or if we already have a, you know, somebody that we're supposed to meet in a certain city. And for, you know, whether we're driving a half hour or an hour, man, we're going through intensive prayer. All of us, you know, we're going through the prayer map and we're praying and pouring out the intercession. And we are out there to win souls, to engage uh, victims and lead them out of stuff, to see healing and deliverance occur. And, you know, we're out there for that purpose. But I, but it's very clear. Hopefully, you know, you are already doing that. If not, going through this course will encourage you. I'm not sure how in every case God is going to use this. But God may be, you know, speaking to your life saying, hey, he wants you to get serious about the Great Commission where the greatest action of God and power of God is demonstrated, well, it's in, in the context of evangelism. Again, I will encourage you to read the book of Acts and look at the power of God in the context of the Great Commission. The last thing on page 32 is I just simply say this. All of this information, even on the Satanism and the web, each one of these sessions is just an overview of each of the subjects. I would say 90% of Christians don't have this much information, let alone studying more and more and more. But again, the only reason for the study, it's like when God sent the spies in, there was only one reason for that. Or if we're going to do evangelism and, and we're just simply wanting to uh, become all things to all men in the sense that we're aware of them and aware of what they believe and aware of what they're doing. Uh, also the idea of protection. Also the issue of satanic crime, which we'll get into in the next session, where law enforcement literally had to learn the signs, symbols, and language to understand what satanic crime was all about. And uh, but we're just we're at the tip of the ice, uh, well of the black iceberg, uh, of the black iceberg. Uh, and I think that uh, seeing the tip means that. If you're looking at 10 or 20% of what's there, then realize right now that the other 80% is worse and darker. If you and I are only seeing the 10 or 20%, then we are seeing only the tip of this dark uh, iceberg and that it what we see is connected to the 80% more that is basically unseen and operating uh, on, a, on a daily basis, moving towards the goal. Well, listen, the Lord bless you, keep you, make you very, very strong and uh, very, very, um, listen, passionate about uh, um, 
just, uh, you know, responding to God. And I want to pray that right now. Father, I pray as we all study that you'll give us a boldness, that your burden will come to us, that evangelism and the Great Commission will be a part of what we're committed to and uh, what we need to do to stand and fight on the basis of the protection of the church and to stand uh, to reach people that are being literally destroyed and dragged to hell. And we uh, just want to pray right now that every student, every researcher, Lord, stretch out your hands, protect them and guard them and guide them, but also lead each and every one to a stronger and bolder faith than they've ever had. Um, And I just simply pray that we all have a passion for Jesus Christ and the gospel and uh, just be saturated with the Spirit of God and and know that uh, that the one who is in us is greater than Satan and all his demons in the world around us. That we've been sent with the fire and the grace and the might and the power of God with the backing of Almighty God. And Lord Jesus, we surrender to that sending and we launch out to say, Here am I. Send me. And we are sent, and here we go. We bless you. Father, bless the ones listening, and bless the researchers. Minister in whatever way there's needs. And dear friends, you keep us in your prayers. Keep Shatter the Darkness in your prayers, please. And uh, we appreciate it. If you need to write to me, shatter xmail at sbcglobal.net, please do so. Other than that, we will see you in the next session.